Welcome back to the Venue Expo and PA Expo here at the Edinburgh International Conference Centre in uh, Scotland's beautiful, beautiful capital city. My next guests, uh, I have to admit now, I've known these two rogues for a wee while, uh, but we're going to keep it very professional and very on point. Uh, John Ross and Anthony Drew from Ogilvy Ross, they're based in a beautiful town uh, called Kinross, but these guys work worldwide. So, um, John, in a nutshell, if it's possible, in a nutshell, what does Ogilvy Ross do? We're a negotiation strategist, um, is the core of what we're doing, working with businesses, as you say, across the world, looking at ways they can become better at what they do, in essence, is the business. And, and you, your ethos and your mantra is to, is to have fun while you're doing what you do? I think that's absolutely core. We've both done the workaholic bit and decided we'd had enough of that. So uh, we run the business in a completely different way now, where mm. if it isn't fun, we don't do it. Uh, we don't work with people we don't like, um, and we don't work particularly hard. I think if I was to say that, I think that's a fairly genuine well, statement. Well, maybe. Uh, no, <laughs> Not in a conventional <laughs> way. We don't work very hard in a conventional way. Well, it's, it's great. But you go, well, I thought it would be interesting to have a chat with you guys because you do do, uh, you work internationally, mm -hmm. you, you trade internationally, mm -hmm. and you go to events like this and you're, you're, uh, you, know, you have hospitality and people put you up in venues and so on and so forth. Um, how, does, how does Scotland compare with what you've experienced on your travels in, in recent years? Do we do well? Do we punch above our weight? Um, I think that in terms of, so when the, the experience you get when you first go into somewhere, I find is really important. It's the, the first people you meet um, and the reception staff, the hotel staff, when you're coming in. Um, if I'm, there are some do it really well, there are some that can be better. Um, I sometimes find that the smaller, more, more kind of niche run organisations over here, are light years ahead of the ones that I meet when I, when I travel abroad in terms of the staff, in terms of the friendliness, in terms of the welcome that comes in. What small boutique, in, hotel kind of small boutique. I was in one um, I, when I was, um, I won't say where it was, but it was on the, the continent. And it was a bit kind of cold, you know, when the welcome that came in and it was, you're left kind of hanging around and standing about and nobody comes and says hello. And you feel a bit lost, especially when you're traveling, you feel a bit lost and you're not quite sure what to do. Whereas I had um, the pleasure of staying in a, one of the boutique hotels, country hotel over here. As soon as we pulled up, was met at the door. And the guy knew who we were. I don't know how, but before we even came in, the guy knew who we were, took the bags, took my wife, showed her the room. No checking, no worrying about any of that. I went and parked the car, came back up, he then showed me up. And it was almost like you were being welcomed into their house rather than being welcomed into a hotel, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that for me is... Um, you can put a price on it, but you almost can't put a price on it. It's the one thing that sets things apart for me. And you guys, you guys work with with businesses. You do an awful lot of great consultancy work. <laughs> um, how important, John, is it for us to build a, a culture in terms of hospitality and and venues that Ants described in order for people for for us to build business and for business to keep coming back? I think if we're bringing people over here, um, and in fairness, most of what we do is go there. But coming here, it's critical that when people arrive, they feel relaxed. Mm. Um, I had the benefit last week of being in Aaron for the week, which actually involves staying in three different hotels. Um, one was planned, one was unplanned because it ended up the ferry couldn't run, um, and then the main part was there. And in all three of them, one was a B&B, &B, privately owned, 
one was a hotel part of a major chain and one was a privately owned they were all fantastic and it echoes some of what Ant was saying we arrived everything for us was great if we do have clients who are coming over if their stay is relaxed and enjoyable and hassle-free actually doing business becomes so much easier because they're not stressed out about the fact that they couldn't get their room sorted or it was the wrong room or there was any issues like that that always spills over and they carry that um, that angst with them and we want them just nice and relaxed to come in to do business and you know Scotland has a mystique about it when I'm in a room of people and they say you know, where are you from and I start talking to Scotland like, oh, what's it like I've heard about this I've heard about that so it's already got that the brand is something that um, pretty much anywhere you go people want part of that they want to buy into it they want to come and experience it and Scotland does make us quite interesting mm. we've got we've got an interesting project in the States um, that we're scoping out at the moment to do a lot of stuff with some universities out there but they've already come back and said one of the key things and we said well what are we going to talk about and they said well nothing just be Scottish just because you're Scottish we can fill an auditorium That's a great brief. it is and I mean they've, they've basically said as long as we're Scottish and go over there fantastic we struggle because he's Irish but you know we kind of slipped that one it's under the Celt sauce. it's the same thing it's well, the I same managed to get away with it because I was asked to stand up for a room plus people and I said what do you want me to say and it's just anything we just want to hear you talk Brilliant. Well, great. Yeah. And, and you get paid for that? Handsomely, I would imagine. But, but there are issues, and we do need to bring the issues on this one, <laughs> which is sometimes with um, they don't quite understand what's being said. And I'll now pass across to my colleague, who will talk about the problems he had in one situation. So um, we were talking about, within uh, negotiations, if you take a break, the kind of technical term for it is an adjournment. And about kind of half an hour after I'd said this, there's a guy looking at me, he's kind of looking at me going, and I went, is everything okay? And he said, yeah, yeah. No, why do you have a problem with Germans? And I went, and I'm thinking, well, what have I said? I said, I haven't said anything. I said, I don't know. Um, uh, what, do you, what do you mean? He said, well, earlier on, you were saying that to take a break, you have to take a German. <laughs> and I went, ah, no, yeah, an adjournment. So I find myself now sometimes over-exaggerating how things are, are, express, are, are pronounced. So lingo's <laughs> an issue. An adjournment, not a, not a German. Let's let's talk about uh, the art of negotiation, which which you guys and you Ant in particular are famed for, and what you do with the business. Um, how how important is it for venue owners, for uh, event operators, and so on, to be really on top of their game as far as negotiating a deal is concerned? Because you can see from the room today, there's hundreds of people here, hundreds of different organisations, all competing for the same bit of business, essentially. So how on top of their game do they need to be in terms of the art of negotiation without without dropping everything they need to, in, in terms of price in order to get the deal? I, yeah, they, very much so. They've got to, yeah, they, they, you're right, they have to be on top of the game. They need to, it's not all about price for people. Um, for, for some people it is. That's all they're interested in is the bottom line, but very often it is, um, what am I getting? What's the package? Where am I going to be set up? I heard somebody um, at, a, at an event and they weren't very happy because it had been missold to them what they were going to be doing. So they kind of, if you get that situation, that becomes very, very difficult to recover yourself from. Mm -hmm. And so as part of the negotiation, very much talking to people and telling them what, making sure their expectations are correctly set and that you can match them, understanding what their real objectives are, what they want to get out of it. How can we best position for you to get what you need? If you want to have a, a big splash, then sticking in a back corner is not going to help, even if that's 
you know, the stand you can afford. Is there a way that we can work around this to get you the promotion to get you to where you want to be? But there's also, there's also the issue that people got to realise is they do get completely hung up on financial side of negotiations. Mm -hmm and really don't appreciate the value proposition that exists everywhere else. And a lot of the work that we do is to help them to understand there's lots of other things that you can put into that mix. Um, when my wife and I go anywhere, the first thing she checks out is a soap in the bathroom. And if it's nice and she can take it away, she then views that as a hotel she wants to stay in again. Can't argue with that. What if it's one of those soapy things on the wall? She doesn't like it, we can go back. <laughs> Listen, guys. Uh, just in terms of in terms of your business, you know, it's going from strength to strength. Um, there's lots of work, I'm sure, that that will come uh, your way, particularly in the light of what's happening in the world, Brexit. When we do our podcasts that are available, by the way, talk about that later. Um, and uh, we talk about Trump a lot and the effect of Trump and all sorts. You of always talk so, about Trump. Yeah, I, I try and avoid it. I know. I know. I always tend to get into trouble. He always gets me into trouble. It's his fault. <coughs> hey, any trouble yeah, is I just like to say, Gary always talks about Trump. I just as they say they're as bad as each other. <laughs> but uh, there's a great feature in this great magazine, BC, which is the um, Edinburgh Chamber. Chamber, Chamber magazine. Edinburgh Chamber magazine. Uh, and it talks about uh, you guys giving back and encouraging your team to give back. And it's something that can be adopted by all sorts of organisations, particularly those who are here today. Just give mm. us an overview of, of this philosophy. Well, well, giving back was set up in 2012. Um, the bulk of what we do is in the corporate world. Um, and I'm delighted to see we get very well paid for it. Um, but Ant and I were fairly uncomfortable when we sat down a couple of times thinking about the money we actually made from that. Um, and as I say, we'd reached a point where the workaholic thing and the big corporate thing for us had finished. And there were a lot of things we'd have liked to have done with organisations who couldn't afford to use us. So what we started doing in 2012, created Giving Bank, we divert about 10% of the corporate fees that we bring in which can then be used for community groups, other organisations, sports organisations, charities, people who could really do with the stuff that we do, yeah. but can't afford to pay for it. Um, and we've extended that now, we've got six staff. Anyone who works with us gets two days per month paid leave to work with a community group of their choice. Um, we will directly fund projects. And for us, it's really transformed the way we work. Um, and often what we'll find is in a corporate environment, if you're stuck in a boardroom with senior executives for a week working on a specific project, um, it can become a bit soul-destroying, a bit demoralising and isolate you from the real world. The ability to come out of that and say, actually, do you know what, for the next two days, we're painting the offices of a mental health charity because they can't afford to get it done, and we'll just do some hard manual graph, makes a huge difference. And we think that's something companies should embrace because our productivity has gone up. We're year on year 30% increase in what we do in terms of revenue and profitability. It's, and the, it's the conversations that we have when we're doing these things because you, you take all the pressure of, of you're no longer in business or in the business environment, you're actually off doing something that's slightly different, doing something that, that is fun and enjoyable. And the ideas, the, the plans that we've come up with as we're doing that, that actually I don't think we'd, we would have come up with them if we just sat no, down in no, a boardroom no. and said we're going to look at strategically what are we going to do over the next six months. Actually, no, that all comes out as we're doing it. We, um, we, we leave plenty of time to be completely unstructured yeah. and just free-flowing. And you, even when you see, and we've done it, we've, we've, we've hired venues, and we'll bring everyone together and say, okay, let's, let's kick ideas about. The ideas actually come about at lunch. They don't come yeah. about in the formal situation in the room. Um, and and for really people looking to work with members of staff as to how we can use this within the organisations, again, it, it comes down to understanding the people and it gives a much better chance for the organisation to be able to turn around and say, okay, I know 
I know who you are. I kind of have seen what you can bring. I've heard what you can do, and actually, you have value here because I'm prepared to give you a chance to go and do something that's not. I'm not expecting to get a return as a business owner for it. And that one little thing can be of huge value to people when it comes to retention. Well, guys, as always, never dull. Never dull with you two. Uh, if you are interested in the, the podcast, in all seriousness, there is a selection of them, and you can hear them at uh, oglevyross.co.uk. And there are more being released on a weekly basis yep. as well. Yep. Uh, so we encourage you. They're, 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 I, I, well, I would say I believe that they're entertaining, but they're also very informative as well. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining me in the studio. John and enjoy the rest of the expo. We'll see you soon.